and you're listening to real this is lulu and you're listening to real talk 256 hi everyone it's been a while since i've done one of these things have been busy life got in the way there were times when i thought i was going to lose my mind which is perfect because for this episode we spent some time in uganda's only mental health hospital butabika this is lulu and you're listening to real talk 256 when butabika was built in the 50s it was put on the outskirts of kampala between a lake and a prison mental health at the time was still considered a crime and the lake was to stop patients from escaping I first went to Butabika to do research for a film on mental health and I can tell you that I was terrified. The place is actually very clean and well kept, but there was something about the medicated patients walking around all dressed in green gowns with shaved heads. They were walking around aimlessly, which reminded me of one of those asylums in old movies. Get this though, there's 900 patients in Butabika and only 450 beds. For every 50 patients there's one nurse in attendance. I talked to one of the psychiatric nurses, Sister Florence, who explained to me the routine of the patients. They wake up at 5 in the morning. The night staff wakes them up. They start bathing because they are men. We leave them with soap. They bathe after bathing. They wait for the the metron to give them to those ones who need to change their clothes then they wait for the drugs they are given drugs after drugs they are given porridge you remember you found them after porridge those ones who are going for occupational therapy they go those ones who are going for recovery college they go and then those ones who can't they sleep mm-hmm. as you saw obviously people are reluctant to go to butabika And I was told that most patients are either brought in by the police or abandoned there by their families. So what does it actually take for a patient to be admitted to Butabika? They, are, they come when they are losing their mind. When they don't lose their mind, the relatives don't know. So they know what they are in here for, most of them. Some don't know their condition. Some know. Others don't accept that they are mentally sick. Really? So don't they ask to leave? Yeah, the pressure is to go. But others pressurize they don't know even their homes. There's a range of conditions for patients in Butabika from mild depression to bipolar, substance abuse, schizophrenia or psychosis. But there are also patients who have epilepsy which actually is not a mental condition. But what happens is when they're in there for so long, they start to develop characters of mental illness. I found out that families do everything to help their loved ones. First by visiting pastors or witch doctors and eventually they take them to Butabika when nothing else works. Usually we separate them male and female, but according to the sickness no. Because we don't have enough space for that. Yeah. You find if they are bipolar, they are few. If they are schizophrenia, they are few and where will you get all those structures for such cases? So They are mixed up. As hard as her job is, Sister Florence always wanted to be a nurse like her mother. It was only by chance that she ended up getting a job as a psychiatric nurse working with mental health patients. And this is how her interview went. When they were interviewing me that, what would you do if you find a mad man naked 
Then I told them I would run away while shouting <laughs> for help. They started laughing and I was also laughing. <laughs> but, but why should you run away? I said, you can help me. So what I should do, run away as they shout for help. Ah, that is how they, they recruited me. Because I can't take nothing. <laughs> so imagine she's going for an interview to work with mental health patients. They've asked her what she would do if a madman approached her. And her answer is that she ran away. The fact that she still got hired as a psychiatric nurse goes to show there is a shortage of mental health staff in Uganda. Sister Florence has worked in Butavika for 25 years. Often she's responsible for 50 patients by herself in one shift. And so you can imagine how tired she gets. In fact, at some point during our interview, she started to nod off. Mm. What are some of the most common sicknesses maybe that they get? Pneumonia, mm. mm. HIV psychosis, mm. diarrhea, TB is also rampant. Mm. So there's a word that I learned recently called compassion fatigue. I think that's what's happening here. Sister Florence works in the convalescent ward, which is one of the easier wards, where patients who are better and ready to go home are waiting for their relatives to pick them up. The sad thing about the convalescent ward, though, is that some patients get stuck there and never make it home. As they continue to recover, they wait for their relatives. If they don't have relatives, they stay here until the social worker comes in to find out where they come from and resettle them. Of course, sometimes the relatives don't know where they are. Others are brought here by police and they can't tell us where they come from or tell us they are relatives. And therefore we get stuck with them and we have to keep them. So what's the longest someone has been here where they don't have where to go? Even uh, three years people have stayed and they stay. Sometimes they die of other sickness. If they don't die, they stay with us here. There is a patient, their patients have nursed when I was still a student. One of the reasons people are left stranded in Butavika is the stigma. During my research, I went to a church and found a young man who had been chained to a pole day and night as the pastors cast demons out of him. I also had testimonies of people taking patients to witch doctors thinking they had been bewitched. Whether witch doctor or pastor, People always associate mental health with cursing, evil or violent behavior. But most of all, they fear it. Yeah, we need to sensitize more about mental health. Many people don't think that there is need for mental health. You find, when you talk of Butavika, one will look at you and say, Butavika? People are starting now to know Butavika. After a few days researching in Butavika, I can tell you so many funny and shocking stories. But none of them is going to be the one about two patients getting mixed up. They had the same name and one of them died. Her body was sent to the wrong family. Uh, it was a scandal. They called me. They were going to bury someone who was not there. Can you imagine if the child had shown up later? Mm. They came. Even the mother said, no, this is not my child. Found her daughter in the ward was there laughing. It was coming to four in the morning. I said, why do I report this? <laughs> but obviously this was a one-off. 
You know, my time at Butabika was one of the most difficult projects I have ever done. Butabika Hospital is overcrowded and understaffed, but the doctors and the nurses are working so hard to make sure that the place keeps running. No, but in the end, so much more needs to be done, you know, starting with our own attitudes on mental health. After this, I just started wondering, I mean, what is normal anyway, right? Nothing, what can you do? This is Lulu and you just listened to Real Talk 256. I hope that next one doesn't take as long to come. Take care of your mental health. Help, help, help. <laughs> Sorry. Are you going crazy? Yeah. <laughs>